God's love for us is the most wonderful, greatest gift each one of us can receive. And it might be uncomfortable to think about, but your sex life in marriage is also a gift, and it's meant to reflect His love. I'm John Fuller with Greg Smalley and his wife, Erin, and they lead the Focus on the Family Marriage team. We're going to return now to a conversation that Focus on the Family president Jim Daly and I had with Dr. Julie Slattery. In a previous episode, Dr. Slattery referred to the importance of covenant love. Julie, it's great to have you back. Thanks for having me. Always good to be with you. Yeah, it's fun. It's uh, fun to catch up with you and Mike's in the audience. So Mm -hmm. everything you say has to be true. That's right. He's uh, (laughs) he's doing an audit even as we speak. He's nodding up and down or back and forth. (laughs) I don't know. But it's so much fun. Last time we talked about uh, covenant love, which is Mm -hmm. a great reminder of what God intended. So for those that missed last time, why don't we just start there, quick recap on what covenant love is. Mm -hmm. So covenant love is best contrasted to a contract, which is how we usually think about marriage, how we think about friendship. As long as this is working for me, we're good. Yeah, kind of if-then proposals. If you meet my needs, then the contract works. I feel like in Christian marriage, like we have long-suffering contracts. So we'll put up with a lot more than we will with our friends but there's still a limit. And we apply that to sexuality as well. Mm -hmm. So as long as my needs are getting met, I'll be long suffering for a season, but this is really about it being mutually beneficial. And if things get too difficult, then maybe we should consider getting out of this marriage. Well, and covenant love is really, hey, Till death do it part, yeah. right? Until there's nothing that's going to break this bond, and we need to continually work on making things better for each of us, right? right? Yeah. Is that fair? It is. We talked last time about how the picture of healthy sexuality is God's covenant love. And even if you think of the words of Jesus and of God saying, I will never leave you or forsake you, nothing can separate me from your love. Imagine if a husband and wife said that to one another and they meant it. Yeah. That's the spirit of covenant. Yeah, that is really good. And that that is the concept. And that is why the Lord uses this area of marriage as the metaphor to his relationship with us. Mm-hmm. That yeah. faithfulness, even to the point of faithfulness, that's what this is about. It Are is. Are you faithful to me, your Lord? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, not in how you may not be faithful in your marriage, but that's the metaphor. It is. He's so, saying, are you all in for me? Right. So the idea is that as we're working on sex within marriage, we should be learning about the nature of God's love for us. And likewise, as we grow in our walk with God and understand more aspects of his love, we then apply that to every aspect of marriage, including sexuality. Uh, Julie, you've identified four pillars or qualities of that covenant love mm-hmm. you just described. Um, what are the four, four pillars? And let's talk about them. Sure. Yeah, this was really helpful for me personally, Jim, not just to say big picture, my marriage is supposed to be like covenant love, but to drill down into what does that practically mean? And as I look at the scripture and our journey with God, There are aspects of his covenant love that are really tangible and applicable Uh to sexuality within marriage. So the four pillars are, first of all, faithfulness, that our relationship with God is built on a promise of faithfulness. That's the nature of that covenant. The second pillar is intimate knowing that the whole purpose of our covenant with God is that we might have deep fellowship with him. So you don't just get married to follow the rules. The purpose of marriage, one of them, is that you grow in deep intimacy, and that's true of sexuality. The third pillar is sacrificial giving. 
that our relationship with God is even possible because of what he gave to us so sacrificially. And my love for him is demonstrated in how I I lay down my life for my Lord every day. That's what I'm called to do. Mm-hmm. And so in the marriage relationship and sexual relationship, that's a component is how are we self-giving? How are we sacrificial with each other? And then the fourth pillar, which is a beautiful one, is passionate celebration. If you've ever met a Christian who follows all the rules and is dutiful but has no joy, there's something wrong. Yeah. Oh. Part of our intimacy with God should be celebration and thanksgiving, even in the difficult times. Mm. And that transfers over into sexual intimacy as well. That a healthy sex life, because of those other three pillars, has reason to be celebratory. Well, Greg, Julie made a really powerful statement there about meeting a Christian who follows the rules but has no joy. And that's kind of a signal that something's wrong. So let's apply that to sexuality um, in terms of rules and being just really structured and and kind of inflexible in your thinking. Yeah, rigid, sure. Yeah, how can that lead to conflict or or other issues in a marriage? Yeah, I think if I'm so rigid in terms of it having to happen in very specific ways, maybe in very routine ways, I I think what it does is it begins to place an overemphasis on then performance. In, in if all I'm focused on following the rules, the performance, boy, I really miss the emotional connection that's part of that opportunity of, of, of our sexual relationship. I think there's a decrease in spontaneity, you know, that we just can't relax and enjoy and let things go where they need to go. Certainly, there's going to be an emotional disconnect, maybe even a, a reduced sort of uh, exploration. I mean, that's part of the, the beauty and joy of our sexual relationship is that we just we get to continue to learn new things about mm-hmm. each other, not only explore, you know, our, our emotional wants and desires, but even physically what we desire. And, and again, if I'm so focused on rules, I'm just going to miss all of that. And I think long term, that sort of pressure that's going to build resentment, insecurity, maybe even some self-esteem issues. As a marriage counselor, one thing that I have seen around scheduled sex is that because of the schedule, oftentimes couples will become, or one of the individuals becomes so focused on the day, like today's the day, and it then what's lost is the tenderness towards, you know what, my spouse has been sick. Mm. So, you know, today may not be the day. And thus we have to communicate about this. And so sometimes, you know, some people do very well scheduling sex versus spontaneous sex, but we've got to talk about it. We've got to navigate that in a way that feels good to both of us. Yeah. And as we mentioned last episode, we have to be talking about and praying about this because that's it's right. a wonderful gift. That's right. And we haven't even gotten into the difficulties, and that's another show, I think, of of what happens in sexual dysfunction. In other words, when there's abuse or there is something troubling about the sexual experience. If you're uh, living with that or if you're just uncomfortable about talking about sexuality with your spouse, um, if you're struggling in this area of life, uh, this gift that God has given us, give us a call because we have caring Christian counselors, and they would be uh, honored to hear what's going on, to uh, think through some steps forward. 
to point you to some resources and to pray with you. Uh, they're just a phone call away, and that number is 800, the letter A, and the word family. Uh, we also have more details in the show notes. And Julie's book is so good. It's so solid. Uh, it's called God, Sex, and Your Marriage. And maybe that's the, the tool for you and your spouse to use to talk about and to pray about uh, sexual intimacy. Request that book for a one-time gift or a monthly pledge to Focus on the Family of any amount today. Donate today. We'll send the book, God, Sex, and Your Marriage, to you. And the details are in the show notes. Next time, we'll hear from Danny Ray and Kimberly Thompson about a very difficult time in their relationship and how they walked through that. For now, on behalf of Greg and Aaron Smalley and the entire team, I'm John Fuller, and thanks for listening to the Focus on the Family Marriage Podcast. Hi, I'm Dr. Greg Smalley. And I'm Aaron Smalley. Marriage is an amazing gift from God, but it can also be a challenge sometimes. That's right. We could all use a little guidance. And that's why we started our podcast, Crazy Little Thing Called Marriage. We talk about things like recognizing conflict cycles, dealing with stress, and how to grow your love each day. Listen at crazylittlethingcalledmarriage.com or wherever you get your podcasts. We can't wait to see you there. 